0: In a world controlled
1: by passionless conglomerates, there's a place where artisanal producers bravely break the boundaries and craft wine, beer, and spirits their own way. That place is Tin City, and this is their story. You've tuned in to the Tin City podcast with Patrick Brooks and George Newmare.
2: Send it. Send it, he says. <laughs> okay, well, we're doing that. I'm Patrick Brooks. And I'm George Newmar, And we are back with the Tin City podcast, straight from the heart of, guess where, Tin City. And we're sending it today with Brett and Sabrina Ernest of Levo Wines. Ladies and gentlemen, cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers.
2: Thanks for having us, fellas. This is fun. Thank you for having us. We're the ones that made out great. We got this beautiful vino in a hand. Sabrina, I think, is doing cocaine over there. I'm (laughs) not sure. No, it's
1: cinnamon. It's cinnamon. Yeah,
2: Patrick, that's what they call it these days. (laughs) You kids in your
0: (laughs) cinnamon. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, what are you putting together right now?
1: Just instead of tequila, lime, and salt, we have the Wine Shine Ghost Pepper Brandy that I call tequila. Oh, and so we're doing like a cinnamon orange shot out of a salt glass.
2: This was all unplanned, too. I did not bring this this ghost pepper brandy down here. You guys just have have all this good stuff. So yeah. she t- she
3: That's does this nice. all the time at the house like this is her kind of go-to is a good and alternative. Yeah, the ghost pepper Ooh, tequila. Yeah. We'll nice. just call it tequila cuz it's delicious and uh yeah, we drink a lot of this at home, so I love this. Like the salt glass it? is
2: cool, too. Yeah, you bet. The ghost pepper brandy is a good staple. It's good in like a margarita or a based in old fashioned or something like that. Or oyster shooters. Yeah. That's pretty cool, too. It's but just have never up. I've never seen this. With Sabrina, this is beautiful. So, so yeah, this salt glass makes all the sense in the world because you get the little the little, yeah. little oh, the little taste of it. But orange Wow-y. with cinnamon, wow.
1: Apparently, it like, sanitizes itself because it's pink salt.
2: Okay, we're going around the table doing this. Where did you get this idea?
1: A friend of mine told me that they were doing... Cinnamon and orange.
3: Why mix it and up? This, are,
1: these are from the farmers market, so I wait. had them ready to rumble.
3: So do I do cinnamon first?
1: Yeah, it's like the salt.
3: Cinnamon and then okay. Yeah, versus versus you would do like the salt tequila lime, right? Is the yeah
1: chase it with the, the way, the way we did it in college oh, and that was stuff.
3: Funny. So Guillaume was telling me, I think it was Guillaume, or one of his interns well, in France. Oh, All yeah, right, here we go. So in France, apparently, instead of like licking the salt, taking the shot of tequila, and then eating the lime. You snort the salt. Ugh. Take a shot of tequila and squirt the lime in your in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> this is the French way to do it. I th- that's what I've heard. I think an intern. Poor French interns. <laughs> <laughs> snort the salt. Drink the tequila and squirt the lime in your in eyes. your eye.
2: Yeah. Okay, Make sure. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna do, do this that. right. Am I gonna put it in my eye or no? No. Just do it. <laughs> <know, laughs> do it the American way.
1: Okay. Just so c- enjoy cinnamon
3: ghost pepper orange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here we go.
1: It's it's always tequila for us if we're not drinking wine.
3: Oh, yeah. 100%. Always tequila. Or a barrel house beer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So that, good. like,
2: It's almost like liquid pie. Yeah. Spicy pie.
1: Yeah. It's a wonderful pairing. Wow. Hey.
2: Have you ever done the cinnamon challenge, right? you eat like a teaspoon <laughs> <length, laughs> <a> tea <laughs> <laughs> of cinnamon and nobody makes it. I don't know. So... <laughs> This was like that. I had a bunch of cinnamon just now. Oh, no. (laughs) I've completed the cinnamon challenge.
1: (laughs) Passing it around. We'll we'll, we'll get into it. If
2: you don't have a salt glass at home, listeners,
3: you should get one. That thing's really cool. Yeah, it's gorgeous. you can taste the salt. That's the crazy part. I thought it was just like this random ass thing we had in our cupboard. And then I would see Sabrina taking shots out of it. I'm like, oh, man, that thing tastes damn good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, Every it's, time it's, you get on your soapbox, she's just drinking out of this pink cup. I yeah, don't know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's also, she's so it helps salty. Put,
3: yeah, it helps her put up with me probably. You could like keep licking it, too. Totally. Get a little extra
2: salt
1: here like a horse, with it but you're, You share it because it, like, sanitizes, but then you you have to replace it after however long until it starts leaching out the sides, probably, but yeah. we're still rolling. Too cool. two summers. Well, in
2: addition to the, uh, what do we call this? The salt lick, I'm sure salt you can lick, think of shine, good- shine salt licking. Uh, so, in, in addition to Sabrina's awesome concoction that I recommend everybody try at home if you're over the age of 21, we have a smorgasbord of libations over here today. We're going to be trying all sorts of fun wines from Levo. There's a lot of different winemakers that do a lot of different things. One thing I love that happens here at Levo Wines is the heartfelt meaning behind where you're getting the fruit from, right? You really spend time choosing which vineyards are going to be part of the portfolio and determining where where you want this fruit to come from. You've got quite a portfolio here. Thank you, man. You bet. (laughs) So we're going to be trying some wines. We're going to be trying some, some booze. And now... Sabrina's delicious treat. No, it's, we, um, it's overwhelming
1: when you look at
3: the <laughs> table right now. I'm <laughs> jumping into
1: this white. This is a fun.
3: Yeah. So tell us about this. Let's jump right into that. I like it. Yeah. So, um, so this is our new white wine. It's called Nada Moss. It's a California white wine. And uh, so in the past, we'd always made Chardonnay because I love like especially in Paso, it gets to be like 115. Pretty and toasty. You're like, yeah. Yeah. You know, in the summer when and <clears throat> we make pretty full-bodied reds. And so for me. I was like, I'd always, I've always loved to make, like, something really crispy, bright, fresh, something that when people walk into our tasting room, they're not feeling, like, weighed down, you know, like Viognier and Roussan can do. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I've been kind of on this exploration of how do I make something crisp, um, chalky, mineral, bright, something that's, like, super refreshing that you can just crush. And, and so, Chardonnay was that for me for a long time because I love, I like, really like Chablis. Yeah, um, as everyone does. Um, because it's so refreshing. It's so good, and it's yeah. not Pouilly Montrachet. It's not Montrachet where it's like oak down and rich. It's clean. It's for sure. And and so I was like, but I'm I'm in Paso, so and everyone makes Chardonnay. So I'm like, what do I make? Because Viognier and Roussan are really big too and really rich. So yeah, they grow great here. They grow great, and yeah. so and so. But uh, so now I'm like, okay, I'm on this quest to find the white rones that can give us that freshness and that minerality and that cut and liveliness that Chardonnay can give us. And so this white one we're drinking is uh, 48 Grenache Blanc, 36 Petit That Yeah, that's one that a lot is, of people are familiar with, but it's a, that's a nice little varietal that grows well here. It's cool. Yeah. And there's a story behind that, which I'll tell you in a minute, and then 16 Clara uh, Blanche. But what's cool about Petite Mansang is uh, the name mainly, is, is mainly the yeah. Yeah, small <laughs>
1: man <laughs> saying,
3: yeah? So, all my interns this year wrote the small man yodels on all of our barrels. This <laughs> <laughs> is like petite man <laughs> saying, I thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> um, but, my friend Mike Testa down at Coastal Vineyard Care, we've been sourcing fruit from Coastal Vineyard Care for a long time. And he called me two years ago and he was like, What would be just so cool to plant like a white roan that's just eclectic and weird? and I was like Petit Manseng would be cool because they just like approved it in Bordeaux, you know, so um Bordeaux now can use Petit Mansing in their in their white blends. So it's hot. It's hot. And it's Same. hot because of air quotes, you know, global warming. And so they they approved <laughs> it because it has high acid and uh and so I was like, man, that would be kind of cool cuz Bordeaux's embracing it. So there's going to be high sure. price points on the wines. And it would just be cool to see what it does because the Bordelais are so into wine. I'm like, if they're planning it, we, we should, we should try it. Too, it right? At least yeah. try it. And then I forgot that I told him that. And then he called me last year and was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do you want some Petite Mancing? And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I just threw it in the concrete egg and uh, had no idea what I'm getting myself into. But it's Genius. It's freaking killer, dude. It's like high acid, but like... Also high alcohol. So this stuff is 28 bricks. Wow. With a 3.1 pH. Wow. So it's like champagne acid with like. For sure. So anyway, so it's kind of cool. No, what I love too is you You mentioned the egg briefly.
2: If you're ever at Levo, you've got to see the egg. The egg. The, the concrete egg is beautiful.
3: <laughs> What's the volume of that? It's a uh, <sighs> liter wise. I don't know. It's uh 476 gallons. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, because we all live in America,
2: that's a difficult translation, too. <laughs> so, like, I think that's...
3: 1,800. Ah, dang it. George, okay. did you do that in your head? No, yes. I have oh, a calculator. You, you
0: said, said you did. You could have okay. said yes. I didn't use Siri. I know, all the, I know all my conversions. 3.7814,
3: right?
1: This is your guys' job. Well, George, that's what I appreciate about <laughs>
3: bre- brewers is you guys have harvest, like, every week. Yeah. And I'm also appreciative because Ten City smells bomb because you brew. It always out it kind of like makes the smell of wastewater fade away a little bit when (laughs) you guys brew. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, guys. It smell no, in in the way that it it smells good. Yeah. It smells awesome. Uh, Like, man, George is harvesting right now. Like that would I need I've like PTSD still from last harvest. Like (laughs) you know,
0: it it sounds good too, because we got Billy Bob Thornton playing tonight.
3: No way. Yeah. That's Wait, the
2: actual Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. No. Yeah. Billy he's Bob Thornton cover band. No.
3: <laughs> is Morgan Freeman over there too? <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: going to hear Morgan Freeman as we come back to this uh, a- after the first commercial break for sure. Wait, really? B- Billy Bob Thornton's here? Yeah. Oh, so this is just the pregame. We're going to go over there after. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, let's. we're going to lock this podcast up right now and just yeah, go watch Billy Bob here. Thornton. Is, I didn't even know he was a musician. I he was just like a yeah, an actor. He's everything, dude. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> he's Billy Bob.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's not
2: like a living god like Tom Cruise. Like Tom Cruise. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) In Scientology, he is a god. Yeah, just ask him. He'll tell you all about it. Yeah, he's donated enough that he's a god. George and I had this really great plan. L. Ron Hubbard had a ranch right here in San Luis Obispo County, right? Who's L. Ron? He was the guy who started Scientology. Okay, so yeah, he sounds like an elf from Lord oh of the Rings. He goodness. totally does. So he started fi writer. Yeah, he was a sci-fi mean, writer. So, oh, he, was he, yeah. so he made Did up, he up this change religion. He his name to Elron. Yeah, oh, no, actually, I, that's a good question. Maybe it's like <laughs> his like, mom knew. Maybe it's like the Ron <laughs> in Spanish, so like El Ron. Yeah, possibly. Like. I'm not sure, but he he, he started this uh, this compound out there that is probably it's very coldy and bizarre. George and I talked about getting a little intoxicated one night and going there and like breaking in and, and have, having George just claim to be, like, the reincarnation of Elron Ron Hubbard. <laughs> and, like, say, like, my Thetan levels are, like, off the charts, man. Just like command them all to stop and bow to me. This is definitely not a religious podcast. We don't I get into religion just gonna here. I
1: was going to say, but I didn't know we would talk about I, religion. I, I, I feel like the
2: only is not a religion, religion <laughs> we can cross that line <laughs> with is Scientology. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. not going to talk <laughs> about, like, real religions like, no, and offend is not, anybody. This is like will It's will like never yeah, Tom Cruise are part of it. That's it. Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise, and he's, like, waving his lightsaber. So You don't <laughs> want to talk about— Tom, you put that lightsaber away. So, Damn it, Tom.
1: You yeah. don't know how hard it is for me to zip my mouth right now because Brett knows that if you get me started on some of these topics, I go deep. Yeah, that's like,
3: why we, we're not on Joe Rogan. Okay? No, we're on Patrick Rogan right now like <laughs> call it what you will
1: conspiracy theory but like if you are going to bring up no, conspiracy no, 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 no. like we can edit we'll, all
3: this out later no no,
1: no. we'll talk <laughs> no. we'll talk <laughs> no. now we know we have a lot to talk about we're talking about wine this is the Tin City podcast we're talking about wine
2: and like wine. yeah <laughs> it's the Tin City podcast and the, the new line don't bring and, up Catholicism
1: because yeah. I'll go I'll no no, go no we never were going to only
2: Scientology so that was obviously on your hit list with Scientology apparently Lebo has this whole new brand of Scientology based wines Coming out here pretty soon. Okay, too. back so, to so, Not a mom. Yeah, it's their communion. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the damn egg. Okay, so yes the egg is gorgeous. It's this this concrete egg. It says Levo on it. It's I was way wrong about how many liters were in it. This thing is beautiful. And why do you use it? I don't know. Is it, so, so, so uh, <laughs> concrete has offers the same level of micro oxidation that barrels do, right? Like that's why we like it because it'll—it's not going to overly oxidize the wine for sure. It's not going to impart the same like minerality, like
3: a lot of people say after many uses. That is that right, dude? So when I fr- so the egg was kind of my like entry into concrete. So like I I bought it and I was like I'll just. I'll just try it. I was like, I just want to see what it does and and just have fun with it and just bring this egg in here. I almost broke my forklift doing it. I had to put like four interns on the back <laughs> just, just to so I could get it off the truck. <laughs> and uh, and then I got it in here and and we just started you know experimenting with it. Only for white wines. Yeah, for white. And then I guess I'm lying because we do have a concrete. You are cone. lying.
1: That's your third concrete vessel.
3: Yeah, but that one's it's just different. Because it's like, I mean, no, you're right, though, babe. But the Vino Vessel, uh, they used to be a Paso company. They were, like, close to Tin City. And so I bought some stuff from them, and I had some hit-and-miss experiences with that just because of the way they, like, seal it up and the way they they make the concrete. It was, like, really hard to, like, what's it called? Um, Passivate. Okay. You know, so it was very hard to, like, make it neutral to wine with the vena vessel stuff because it's like raw concrete gotcha and sonoma cast stone where i got the egg it was like oh they're they're very famous for doing great work yeah they do great work and i've had like nothing but it was like a totally different experience because the first wine i made in concrete i would like declassify and it was a grenache <laughs> and i was like this thing is gross like you i hated t- it <laughs> It was the worst wine I've ever made. I've actually made a lot of bad ones, but what did you have really to do bad. to it? What's the word? Uh, passivate. No, but you said you had to declassify oh declassify. What's that mean? So, so what I'll do, and
1: we Dump do this on we do it on a very rare s-
3: oh That's a cool. <laughs>
1: that's a
0: cool word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> Dump fancy, it sounds fancy. It's
1: a fancy way of yeah, saying it sounds you have like a James high Bond. S- a high standard in the cellar. It's a, the fanciest way to say you dump a lot of stuff because it didn't but mean that's you okay.
2: Yeah. You try cool stuff, dude. You don't step into this and go, oh, I'm a professional. Everything I do is amazing. I'm Tom Cruise. What <laughs> you do is like, you really come into this and you, and you, and you go, I'm going to try some new shit out. It might not work. It might. How cool is that? Like, that is Paso Robles. That's you know, us. That's, when, when everybody has always said to me, like, oh, Paso Robles is really going to be the next Napa. I always say, no, no, it's going to be the next Paso Robles. Mm-hmm. Because we totally. like to do cool shit here. I mean, I think, and that's not a knock on Napa, but that's California in general. California says, okay, like, here's the norm,
3: here's the mold, let's break it. And I think that that's real special, and that's what you guys do here at Levo. Yeah, I, and I think that's the spirit of Paso. It's like, here's a line, and we're like, we'll step over that. It's like here's yeah. a rule. It's like I'll break that. Um, world, oh, you don't West. think we can grow that here? Well, we'll plant that, and 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 more often than not, it makes killer wine. And and back to your point, Patrick and George. But like it's like at this place. Like I never went to school to make wine, so I don't have a degree. I didn't go study for some guy with his face in wine spectator, or like some awesome culty, crazy winery. <clears throat> I've just been here. In Tin City, uh, like, experimenting and doing my best. But uh, experimenting is, like, the perfect word for it because I either have barrels that I love or barrels that I'm like, oh, my God, these are the worst barrels and best, you know, the worst wine ever. And so that's what we call, you know, declassifying. And then whatever makes it to glass and makes it into a bottle is kind of our, our best expression. But, like, that is the concrete egg. That's all the varietals we work with, like Petit Man saying, kind of tying it back to what we're tasting right now, is experimentation and being able to just be like, to make something, burn it, rebuild it, and keep doing that. Because that's the only way you get to, like, the best shit. So it's either
0: declassified or, or it gets
3: classified.
0: glassified. Glassified. That's a great that right? way to right. put it. Go. Jo- yeah. George, you should <laughs> love that.
3: So that was, that's perfect. I,
0: I got to be honest. Uh, you said you, you didn't study at all for this in, in college, but I, you know, got some insight. I went and talked to your next door neighbor. Uh, it's a small <laughs> oh. town. We happen to be actually very good friends. I wasn't just being a weirdo. And you guys I said, are really um, good friends. I said, give me the lowdown on Brett. You know, like, where's Brett from? And he said, Boise, Idaho. And I said, "Get the fuck out of here, the big potato."
3: Yeah, I <laughs> the am the big potato. potato. I am the potato man. No, I am from Idaho. I love potato. <laughs> Besides tequila, probably number two for Sabrina is like yeah, it's what do you agave, think, babe?
1: potatoes. Like, yeah. do you
3: think potato ranks up there?
1: It's up there, to, like best best vegetable. No wonder best, she likes me. I'm a, I'm a, te- I'm a tequila
3: soaked. potato. Also, just like Idaho,
1: <laughs> Idaho, Idaho man. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like, in Idaho. I mean, when I so when I was living in Idaho, my my dad's always been very adamant that I have a job, and my mom and dad have always thing. been very adamant that you work, and that's a big <laughs> part of our family because everyone, all they do in we my just family, want you not to be a piece of shit. Yeah, right? yeah. Yes. You <laughs> have no, to but specify like, these days. My brother is a landscaper in Idaho, and a house builder. My sister, you know, she's always worked. She's a, a hairdresser. So everyone in my family has always been expected to, you know, like get out and work and when i was in high school i was like dad i need 20 bucks and he'd be like you know for like beer money or whatever he's like well go go get a job and then i'd be like i can't find a job and he'd be like okay well why don't you go talk to my my buddy he has a winery and you can help out at weddings this summer and roll tables and just set up events and this and that and so that's how i got into wine was winery
1: in eagle a idaho.
3: winery in eagle idaho there you go we made Horrific wine. It's out of business, <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> um, but I remember one of my first they harvests. They declassified, <laughs> huh? <got laughs> it didn't get classified. <laughs> no classification. Uh, but my first harvest at that winery after wedding season, I remember shoveling grapes off the pavement and just hearing, like, the rocks off the pavement go through the destemmer. And I was like, this is winemaking, you know? <laughs> and then it's kind of evolved from there. But, like, that was my first thing where I was like, man, you can take something from the earth. Make it, it's so unique and so pretty and so beautiful. You could be outside, work with your hands, make something you can share with people. And I was like, That's so cool, yeah. And so, I I, that's where I got the bug. And then, um, and that's and I I moved out here for that,
0: exactly. Right? That's why you came here, yeah.
3: Yeah. And and it's specifically Paso because, like, I, I used to read Wine Spectator all the time when, like. My parents would probably find Wine Spectators like Playboys. Like I would, They're yeah. like, why is this kid reading a Wine Spectator right now? <laughs> so he has you an 18, to Wine Spectator. You don't like wine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even drink wine. And there'd be guys like and Scott Hawley. You were just
0: reading it for the articles, of
3: course. Of course, know? just the article. Not <laughs> not the pictures. <laughs> ooh, ooh, not la, Justin la. Smith yeah. on the cover. And I'd see guys like Justin Smith and Eric Jensen and Scott Hawley, and they were just getting started, but they were like rebellious and – cool and you know there's like russell and from herman story and all these cool guys in there and i was like man like that they're like doing it right yeah you know and i was like i need to i need to get move to the paso first train to paso
1: <laughs> step so one move to, yes. oh, yeah, to california yes yeah i love it so anyway yeah chase that and uh, when i met him then so he moved to santa barbara Oh yeah. So Brinny, you
3: should tell this part. City
1: College, seven a.m. statistics class that I had no business being. Anyone had any business in college being in a seven a.m. math class? Like, what (laughs) is that? That's rough.
3: Yeah, (laughs) it's the worst.
1: And so he's sitting with all his football football buddies, and cut to the chase. We started. We became best friends, but study um, buddies. Study buddies, and
2: that's how it begins.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you got to be best (laughs) friends first, and. I go to his house one day and he's like, this is, I'm like, what is this glass carafe, large vessel of purple substance? And he, and I tell this in the tasting room a lot. And I'm like, wondering if I made this up in my head, but you're like, oh yeah, that's uh that's my first, uh, that's my first wine I've ever made. And I'm like, okay. Like I did not care at all. I was like, <laughs> no way. like honestly, it means nothing to me. I thought it was
3: like this art. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except you I poured my heart and soul into this. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. got the grapes from Albertsons. Yeah. Which by the way, like fun fact about where he's from is like Albertsons was created in your town. In Boise,
3: Idaho. <laughs> I thought it was fine produce. So
1: <laughs> you <laughs> <like, laughs> <I laughs> <can. laughs>
2: It's in the name. You want to make good wine, it starts with Albertsons. <laughs> 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 it's come so a long right, way. You
1: <laughs> literally made wine from Albertsons grapes as your first wine, so you lie to everyone when you say that your first wine was bad medicine. Well, I—I I, I tell you <laughs> what, Terrible.
2: Like the for sure, the wines have come a long way <laughs> since ours. And one thing that I love so much is the honesty and the the, the humble nature of you two and of this place. And we're going to talk about. So much more of that and try more wine, not from the Albertsons yeah, produce. he also style. said,
1: You cannot <laughs> drink yeah, it.
3: Yeah, he yeah said you, you, you cannot don't, drink don't it. <laughs> it, broke <laughs> <laughs> it broke in the back of my truck. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it, it sounds like it was really good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Was pretty I said no, it's a Parker. It was
4: undrinkable. <laughs> Robert Parker's like, there. Damn. <laughs> 98.
2: That's why he got out of the wine business. So, okay. All right. Morgan Freeman we'll, be, we'll be back in no time <laughs> with the Tin City Podcast, where, of course, we're going to talk about all these Tin City things, and as you can tell, a whole bunch of stuff that's not. We're excited. All right, cheers. In Barrelhouse country, beer is brewed for the people, not the judges, and good times are always on tap. With locations in Paso Robles, San Luis Obispo, Visalia and Fresno. There's a Barrel House Brewery in your backyard. And in our neck of the woods, when we reach for a cold one, it's Barrel House Brewing Company. Good people, good times, and great beer. Welcome to Barrel House Country. You're listening to the Tin City Podcast with George Newman and Patrick Brooks. And we are back with the Tin City Podcast. We've got, we've got Brett, we've got Sabrina, we've got George, we've got Patrick, we got oh, cans yeah. of vodka lemonade. Oh, oh yeah. Just now when you pop out the effervescence like blasted all over your face <laughs> and the, and, and the microphone. And so like, it's like, it looks really pretty.
3: Should I wipe it off?
2: No, it's fine. (laughs) You're good to go. It's the thing. is because we're in this beautiful tasting room where the light comes in so well. I do want to talk about this tasting room, and actually, I'd like to complete talking about this tasting room versus like the egg that we were talking about. That it's 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 a really cool concrete egg. He ages wine in it. It's amazing. Okay, so this tasting room. (laughs) Yeah, this is their this is their new tasting room. Like, there's a huge glass panel. I know um, the boys from Barrel House have a construction company, too, and they helped you with this
3: place, right? Oh, yeah. So, Jason and then um, Kevin Nickel um, have done literally everything at this winery. So, they've – our building, I won't go go too far into the weeds, but our building, when we first got it, I, I'm surprised Mike English didn't give me a restraining order because I begged for this building. And it's he was a, like, you yeah. can have this building. And it used to be um, – First crush. So there's 30 APs in here. Um, What's an AP? Alternating proprietor, which means you can have wine at like a certain bonded facility, and you're an alternating proprietor. So you can go from bonded facility to bonded facility. And make wine there, and we we had like they had like thirty or twenty. I mean, it was insane. Like they custom crush, yeah. Like guys coming in, I was like trying to get them all out so I could move in. And there'd be a guy come in with like one tooth, and he'd be like, "Oh my god, my two barrels have been in here for seven years, and I need them." And they were like (laughs) super concerned about their barrels. Uh, But anyway, more concerned about a dentist, buddy. (laughs) But to get back to your, (laughs) yeah, and to get back to your question, um, so we've had to kind of modify this building from. You know, a gen- I always feel like Tin City has three different generations: Gen One, Gen Two, and Gen Three. Really, there were certain does, buildings, yeah. yeah, that were like built as you know agricultural metal buildings, and I don't think Mike English knew or ha- you know knew what Tin City was going to be when he built this building. This mecca of booze, yeah, this mecca of booze. He didn't know that, and so, but Gen Two and Gen Three, I feel like are the wineries that were built with floor drains and this and that. So, right. b- uh, Jason and Kevin have helped us all the way from putting in floor drains to remodeling the tasting room to, you know, and then uh, Dave Carroll has, you know, painted this place like 50 times. like And aesthetically, it really is one of the coolest buildings
2: in Tin City. It really is. Like, there's no question. That means uh, a lot. People have FOMO when they walk in here. You're just like, because this place is so cool. Like behind us, you can see all the barrels through these big glass windows. And then you step into that barrel room, right? Where you got, you know, Brett's back there in production. And like the production area is just, it's Thank the state you. of the art as it gets in Ten City. It really is. Like, it, it's bitching, man. And so it's a beautiful area to come taste. And you have a little outside area that you've, you know done too so uh when it's on a beautiful paso robles day you can go out there and taste wine this tasting room is so well done if you get a chance you got to come here you got to check it out and i do also see this cool tasting room but i see these hats everywhere too where do you have so many hats all over the place can we talk about that for a second
1: well it's pretty convenient for brett because um when we met he had long blonde hair and was a football player and he had it in a, a man bun like Cool ponytail before I feel like man buns I did were not even like have on a man bun. Brand, I could have had a man bun on trend, but so he always says he always says it's fault. It was false advertising because like we fell in love and then like he lost all his hair So it really worked out that I started to make hats immediately. Yeah, so. <laughs> because he had an instant. <laughs> he had an instant accessory for that situation. But yeah, I'm a hat maker.
2: So just like like a cobbler would make shoes, right? Yeah. Is there a name for a hat maker? And
1: speaking of cobblers, there's literally one in the whole county, and they're here in Paso at no Tackins on Spring. Apparently, they have, like, three locations. They have a cobbler. Yeah, the only cobbler in the county. That's what they told me. So, I had to take my really fancy boots to them to- yeah, we done, but we went visited
3: we went and visited uh, Alexis and Wade Negranti in Tennessee, and Sabrina got these crazy ass boots. Spent our life
1: savings, on yeah, me. we
3: spent our whole <laughs> life savings on her boots, so she had to go get them cobbled. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're made <laughs> but, for walking. That's but, just what but, they'll do. What do you, okay, call, so yourself? What do you
1: call yourself? I'm a, a hatter. I'm a humble hatter. Yeah, no fancy. Not a words. mad. Not a mad, mad hatter. Mad, no, I mean, mad. I think you have to be a little mad, but to be a, but, but yeah, a hatter. Yeah, I'm just okay. a hatter.
2: It's a good look. Like, these hats, like, you know, Brett, you wear one all the time when, you, when you're, you're out here making wine. A lot of people do it. You see them all over town now. And yeah, so
1: the story actually is kind of funny because I made one just for, for me um, under the supervision of my stepfather who was a hat maker in Orange County for, like, 25 years for Cowboys. But then I made one for Brett. And he started wearing it in the industry, and then boom, 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 like, snowball effect. It was crazy because I'd get, like... For the first time ever, I'd get people walking up to me with, like, stacks of cash. Like, for example, Jeremy Leffert slid me some cash, and he was like, whatever waiting list you have right now, like, I need a hat. Jacob Toft, I need a hat. Blah, blah, blah. Those Whoever guys are good looking at Orion. Oh, Orion. One of my first I, feel like I if, need a hat right now.
2: If you were around, Indiana Jones would ask you to make him a hat. I hope was, so. I yeah. would hope
1: so. Yeah.
2: You were around at the time, for sure. It's,
1: they're the best quality hats. They're American felt. It's rabbit and beaver. It's, like western quality and it's one of those things that you'll have your whole life and i mean it's passed down like an heirloom piece and people will come to me with like their grandfather's hat that their dad wore that they're not wearing every day and it's still in like good condition besides like sweat stains it's amazing material so that's a little
2: patina you want the sweat you sticks. want
1: it people pay extra you for use that? that i yeah. love
3: patina yeah oh it's the oh, best
1: a f- yeah he i love ripped everything. up
3: worn out, like I have a 2006 Tacoma and I just want to drive it. And then when the engine wears out a new one and I just want that paint to chip off of it. And I just love it. But that's the thing about having cool hats. And so Sabrina, she'll always have a few hats when she can make them and she can make enough, she's gonna try to have them in the tasting room moving forward. So yeah, I'll that'll have a few be really on display
1: cool. here. It's still I still can't decide if I'll have them for sale here, but at least I'll have some on display. But oh,
3: they're, they're, they're for sale. They're Everything's art in itself. for sale. Right? Th- these oh, are, these are pieces of art for sure. Yeah. I've never made the I'll same one twice.
1: So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> commission, commission, <laughs> commission.
0: <laughs> Where can we find these hats?
1: Um, I have a shop in Atascadero right on the corner of El Camino and Traffic, um, 6090 El Camino Real, and (laughs) you can call me. No, you can text me. I like to keep it old school because it's like, you can go to my website, sure, but just text me to the number. Just find me on Instagram. Texting so old school. What is my Instagram again? <laughs> Stellar. Do you remember T nine? Yeah, T nine. Oh, how why does it always so come up? So my brother
3: has a flip phone. <laughs> oh, I want one back. I'm about I am really to get want one. one. Yeah, well, are you sick. really sick? My brother yeah. sent me a selfie I with I his flip one. phone. Oh, I was like,
1: <laughs> so isolated. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the flip. I'm mean? down for
3: the T nine, bro. Dude, when he texts me, I feel like honored because I'm like, you just literally like yeah. like a scribe just shipped out a stone to say good morning. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, been there for hours just level
2: saying like, of love,
3: brett hi <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> now we can just tell siri totally. yeah no I, mean, I, I can't trust siri. I, I shouldn't have distracted though no it doesn't matter i was already
1: boring myself but well no, you're I've signed. Signed. No, you we can always work. you know what i like to say you can find me through brett when people when i'm when we're talking about wine i just am like just you can find me through Leave a Wine.
2: <laughs> Wait, so, so do they just text you? Should you just give out your number like <laughs> yeah, like 5309
1: 8- yeah. Text me. Set up an appointment. Come over. Instagram I'll, I'll, DM. I'll have. Yeah. Instagram, Instagram DM, DM all day. My Instagram is?
2: Stellar by Sabrina. Thank you. I knew that off the top of my head. I didn't even Thank look. Thank you. Patrick? It is nice. Stellar.
1: Yeah. S-T-E-L-L-A-R. I just by said
2: Stellar by Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs>
1: It's hard. It's hard. You know what? Promoting yourself is hard. Just you're lucky if you- well, we're
2: doing, We're gonna do a repeat <laughs> of this at the end. You can give out your. <laughs> Personal number to <laughs> random people you've never met again. Yeah, we're we're, we're, not gonna, we're not gonna
0: put your number on here because you're just gonna get nothing but dick pics. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So no, it's only for hats, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh um, so it's this hat shop,
0: Wait, unless you
3: make it's Brett's number. No, just kidding.
0: I, I do have to mention my, my daughter loves um window shopping at your hat shop and just looking through the window when we go get ice cream at um, Negranti next door.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And for my wife's birthday, she had the genius idea of making my wife a hat. And so we bought a hat off Coles. And then she scoured the riverbed for um, vulture feathers, and my wife's <gasps> like, "Why are you gathering these vulture feathers? Oh my god, <laughs> oh that's awesome! And, uh, I
1: inspired your daughter to do this. Yeah,
0: and wow. then she, she glittered it and bedazzled it's it, and uh, that is Bedazzle. so cool.
3: There's, okay. there's she, my Sabrina needs an intern.
1: I'm excited. This that's is called so child cool.
3: labor. She's like, so I don't know, A. five or six. Oh, or yes. something. Shit. Well, that work looks
2: that work looks like, yo, work looks yo, like yo, she's no child labor is great. It's super cost effective. <laughs> That's actually how America was made. Yeah. America was built off of that. So (laughs) that is not a conspiracy theory.
1: The The reason why we're even talking about hats is because I did used to have my appointments like in Levo tasting room, but Mm -hmm. when I finally got my store in 2021, but I do always say I want people to window shop. Like, I think that's a great way to experience the hats if I'm not there, which I'm not always there. And I notice all the time because there's so many children coming by. They're getting ice cream, or people bring their kids to the beer garden, which I don't know if that's the best. It's because they were around kids. their kids all, t-
2: all the time. So they're like, you know what? You're driving me insane. Let's go get a beer. Yeah, let's go And somewhere. then the kids can crush ice cream. Yeah. When I say, perfect. like,
0: I'm taking my daughter to the ice cream shop, I'm taking myself to the, the beer garden. There's a barn. beer garden behind the shop, But that's a perfect. Yes. I think that's perfect. Something for everybody. That's what our you kid's know? is all about.
1: You know what? But kids love to watch me make hats. I've been a that's child. So cool. I've yeah. had a 5 year, four-year-old child, young boy, just stand there and watch me for, like, eight minutes making my hats. And he recognizes me now. I see him at the farmer's market, and he'll be like, hey, Sabrina, and his mom knows that, like, he is so infatuated with, like, That's the, that's the hat gal, yeah. So how that's old is cool. your daughter? She's six. Yeah, see, they're so, they're just so ready and willing to, like, experience this hat thing. So I love it. It's my dream because I've always worked with children and I've been a nanny, so <laughs> I love kids.
2: Oh, that's that fun. that's way better than when the kids, like, are with their folks over at the distillery and they all want to drive the forklift. And I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Not
1: the best environment. No. <laughs> no.
2: Like, <laughs> you can't be trusted. There's got to be another. Because d- <laughs> there's the ancient beer right? Mm-hmm. So, and then there's S- Sabrina, Stellar by Sabrina. Mm-hmm. And yep. And then ice cream. So, like, yeah, get your kid an ice cream let him wash a hatter yeah. in 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 real life, you know? And yeah, so
1: it's fun. Yeah,
2: next thing they need is a cobbler. I was <laughs> w- I, I, this I saw this cobbler one time, this I love uh, peach cobbler. That's my, oh my favorite kind. <laughs> hey, you know how um uh, Davy Crockett liked his pie served, right?
3: Real how how Al- do you like it?
2: Alamode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: That was
1: over my head and I'm probably glad.
2: The Alamo. Remember?
1: Got it. Remember the Alamo? Super funny. <laughs> History. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, uh,
2: I, I saw this collar one time, and I wear sandals. I wear flip-flops. This often as I possibly can I love sandals yeah and so uh you and oh, Jacob Toff. yeah we Jacob and I have a, 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 oh, we love sandals except <laughs> when the damn insurance company Sponsored makes me wear boots all the time over there at the distillery because you might like him, <laughs> hack a toe off or something um, so <laughs> and I, I was talking to this cobbler and I was like oh my gosh I bet you make the best sandals in the world you know and he was like Oh, no, not really. And I'm like, wait, you're a cobbler. Like, sandals should probably be easy. You know, you can make shoes. You can make sandals. He's like, no, I just kind of use this mold. This, like, it's already preset for me, and I don't really know how to do anything outside of that. And I was like, you're the shittiest cobbler in the world.
1: Why don't you leave the sandals to rainbows (laughs) to do what they do? I don't think those are cobblers. Those are just California. I I was like, that'd be be like child's
2: play for a cobbler. like, I can make some sandals. Piece of
3: cake. Cobblers use wood. Do
1: you want wood on your sandals?
3: Maybe <laughs> a little Dutch sandals. <laughs> so, hey so, Pat, yeah, ha, dude, tell me about this delicious <laughs> beverage we're drinking right now. This thing is bomb. Dude. I had a feeling we were going to yeah.
1: interview you. I, and time. I <laughs> honestly no, and no,
3: and no, no. But like honestly, the vodka the, packaging, the packaging has changed.
2: It has. It I give, tastes delicious. I give all that up to our our packaging guys. His name's Dane, and Dane is the man. If if anybody needs labels for their wine or anything, call Dane. I'll give you his number. I'm not just gonna. Give his number out randomly <laughs> on this podcast, though, because he, I don't want Dane getting those unwanted, unsolicited My pictures. phone
1: number is on my door at my store. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, How do you make
2: you, this? I, no, it, it's vodka lemonade. So we just pay a bunch of kids in the neighborhood to make lemonade for us, and then we add vodka to it and carbonate it. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. My
0: daughter had a stand. And he he bought them out. <laughs> yeah. We just, we just drive by the twenty five cents now. for a lemonade.
2: I'll take them all. <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> no, uh, we make a bunch of lemonade and with vodkas. They're, they're really tasty. It's bomb. We, we have a uh, thank you. I appreciate it. We have new two new products coming out soon too in cans cans really are a cool thing they're just not as romantic as like putting something in a bottle like this beautiful wine that's in front of me right like you don't get, you hear the cork pop i mean it's, it's not yeah. quite the same but cans really are a great vessel for spirits or can you anything.
1: do a tequila in a can soon because oh, i'm big in the do market a tequila
3: for that with some juice in it open it yeah and you're spicy pop it,
2: ready like
1: to go ranch, spicy
3: like, like tin city ranch
1: water Whatever ranch water is doing, can you do that? For Spicy me? ranch Ew. water. You can do it. For
2: me. We have a couple of things coming down the pipeline first, but uh, put
1: me in the queue. Put my tequila. You're in the
2: queue. No, I'll do that, pick Patrick.
3: I'll pick it. She in will the not queue. Stop drinking.
2: It's an opportunity for Cobra. Okay, that's. <laughs> I, I like how we're interviewing Levo, but we were really <laughs> – Okay, that's yeah, chocolate yeah. love. Is What's, what that is.
4: Is this tequila?
0: No. no. Wait, what is that? You it's called was, chocolate was, love. Is this new?
2: Yeah, tequila. it's not. It's not even bottled yet. I just brought a sample down. So. Oh, okay, so this isn't the, the barrel-aged brandy? It, it's actually a chocolate-infused spirit that was aged for four years in bourbon barrels with cocoa nibs. Whoa. Whoa! Yeah, pretty cool. Okay. Let's come back, that, we, yeah. <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> come back to that. We're going come back to that. That's a <laughs> palate <laughs> right there. We'll get back to but, but first, first and foremost, this wine in my glass. Right.
3: do you take a sip yet?
2: Talk to me. It's yeah, I did. It's amazing. What do you I, think, I, think of it? Okay, first of all, I feel like I'm going to break this glass in my hand like a giant. With your sheer girth. It's so gorgeous and delicate and beautiful, and the perfect glass I've ever tasted wine out of.
3: That nice thin glass sure.
2: allows me to aerate properly. Go.
3: Well, <laughs> so <laughs> shout out to Lexi for I buying didn't, these glasses. Right. Right. Oh, nice, you're doing it nice, better. Nice. You do it. So this table we're sitting at right now, we do uh, like select tastings. We call them select. And so when a member comes in to pick up their wine, we'll pour them like a vertical because one thing about our wines and the way we make our wines is I like wines that I love wines that can age. And so a lot of our members, we have some members who age their wines for like 10 years and they like to like drink their Grenache after like 10 years. I, I don't get it. When I get a wine club shipment, I drink them all in like a week. As Sabrina,
2: but good it's, on you that your wines can stand but up but like but that they, though. Yeah, and, and they and
3: they do. I mean, and and so Lexi's idea was let's pour uh, five vintages side by side in our in our select tasting and allow our members to figure out where they like their wines to be, you know, drank. So because a lot of people don't get to do that, you know, and and I mean, I'll speak for myself. When I get a great wine club shipment, you know, I'm in some really ridiculous wine clubs and I drink them immediately. And most people are like, Oh, I'm going to age them for 10 years. I like fresh wines. And I know that cause I've, hit by a bus tomorrow yeah yeah fucking wine
2: man yeah
3: and i've 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 been fortunate to go taste wines and like understand aging and like some people really like them aged a little bit more so anyway these glasses we use these uh in our select tastings to kind of showcase our library wines and um and so and i give lexi the full um kind of like just she can do whatever she wants in here and she's like i want to get some cool glasses i'm like do it get whatever you want because i want to show the wines and so these are pinot noir glasses but we're drinking grenache and for me grenache and pinot it's kind of i don't know I, I think of grenache as almost like pinot i feel know? like this is the perfect glass to be drinking there's this actually grenache an I idaho saying for kind of that fun. and it's a
0: potato potato, <laughs> <think>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> potato, potato. You, Tosca, you might I have know. heard it
3: <laughs> i have heard that and and, yeah, and so this Grenache, this Grenache is a selection of our favorite vineyards um, and our favorite barrels. So, like I said earlier, we, we declassify things, and then we glassify things. Mm-hmm. So these this are all the glassified, glassified things. Uh, George, you should trademark that, by the way. <laughs> um, but, but this is Full Draw, Cruz, and Piazza Bella Vista, which is from Santa Barbara. So, two Paso vineyards, one Santa Barbara vineyard. And um, and it's a Grenache dominated. There's a little more Ved, some Graciano and Syrah. Um, but yeah, just like I'm stoked on this one. A lot of fun
2: depth there. It's really
3: good. Like and and I'm always uh, so,
2: so full draws uh, newer vineyard, but really killing it. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the Grenache from Jack Creek has always been. One of my favorites, killer. Yeah, because and I think that's because for me, it's it's like one of the f- closest vineyards in the in our AVA to the coast, right? So you get a lot of that
3: coastal influence coming down the corridor there on Highway 46, right? Like, yeah, it's a cool climate. Colder. Yeah, it's cold. I mean, they used to have Pinot planted there, but now they have uh, more and more Rhones. Sure. Um, John and his wife are starting to kind of replant things. They bought it, uh, so which. That's pretty cool. You recognize Cruz as Jack Creek, and it's kind of been a little oh, bit. Oh, did a I just? Change. I didn't even realize No, no, it. Yeah. no, no. no, no. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm cool. Sorry, yeah. You know, because that's the new name is like yeah, Cruise, Doug, you Doug know. Cruz. Yeah, Doug Cruz. Yeah, so yeah. I, or I, no, um, that's maybe the old one. But that's anyway, the old that's one, how yeah. I know it. My, yeah. I, I, but Don, Don Burns works with that fruit a lot. Yeah. So that's probably how you got to taste it tasted originally, right? Was. Mine was, Mine was, or uh, how did you?
2: I, I was in the, in the restaurant industry. I got really into Jack Creek. I sold a whole bunch of that stuff. And when they had the Grenache, I was like, oh, my God, this is banging. But, like, to, to your point, though, speaking of my dear friend and business partner, Don Burns, he, he does a, um, uh, like a, a Grenache that kind of drinks like a Pinot sometimes, too. It's mm-hmm. like it's colder climate and all. And very award-winning. But, like, I get why, like, we're drinking that Grenache in these glasses because, like – Grenache can drink like a Pinot,
3: yeah, and I love Pinot, like with light a,
2: and 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 just nuanced and and gorgeous, especially when it's colder climate.
3: Yeah, like Jacob and Kelly, who you guys had on last week, you know, like their Kelly's cuvee. I love that Pinot. I love Pinot. I love, mm-hmm. I love it. And so, but I don't want to make it because like I'm like a kid with ADD. Like I will make every varietal because I like every variety. And so I just pretend Grenache is Pinot, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's cool because because you, you you can, you I can. Mean, yeah, yeah, they're kind of they're kind
2: of similar. And for sure, like Obles is too hot to grow Pinot Noir.
3: You need it, it really it's too is. hot. It's too hot. It's but too hot in too many different ways.
2: No, it, 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 it is a good it's a good place to grow, you know, Grenache. But like like just like on that 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 curve, right? That that bell curve. Like there's not there's variation off to the sides. You know, and that's where you find some really good Pinots that are in this area, some really good Grenaches that are colder climate that drink like a Pinot. So, like, just like you said, I mean, you can you can pretend it is, and you're set. This is amazing. Thank you, man. It's a really good
3: wine. Thank you, man. I'm I'm really excited about it. Like, and it's our first year we've had vet in it. There's some Graciano in here, which I thought was Morvet for a couple of years, and everybody knows the story about how they mixed up the different plant material. Very recently, yeah. I, do yes, not know, I do not know, this story. This is kind know of the cool, story. Do not know the story? It's kind of a good story. Yeah, go, tell it. Do we have time, Pat?
1: Make it quick.
4: I'll make it quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: make it quick. Um, okay, so there was a mix-up, and everyone was ordering monastrel, which is Spanish Morvette. That's exactly what they thought it was, yeah. That's exactly what they thought it was. But it turns out it was morastrel with an R, which is graciano from spain and so justin smith being the wizard that he is was like this is not morved but everyone was hopping on the train of this m- new monastrel clone that was coming in from spain because it was dark and bright i think he, he got that for because he wanted it too and, and he, he showed up it. and he was like bullshit yeah he was like this he's like i know morved And a lot of these other guys, Stefan and all these guys who – and Eric Jensen, all these guys who know Morved and can – and they're like, this is not Morved. So they sent it to UC Davis, and I'm not sure who did, but someone did. And they realized it was Graciano, but – Grassano's from Spain, so it's fine. Pasos like It's Spain. still a
2: dope varietal to be growing here. It's, it's just so it was not what they thought it was. Yeah, thank yeah.
3: God it was a Nebbiolo. But also like 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 <laughs> no kidding, right? For <laughs> Pinot. Because Pino. Nebbiolo is pretty good here. I will say Peltier has a really good Nebbiolo. So I shouldn't have said that. It's a but happy accident. But it was a happy <laughs> accident. And honestly, this wine for me, it's my it's like my Muse. Grenache to me is the hardest varietal to make. It's also my favorite when it's good and my wife likes it so for me <laughs> it, i score a lot no, of points when i hit it out of the
1: graciano's pl- hard to make you can graciano's really mess hard. it up and i'm not going to lie you did during the first few years. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> yeah, they were not hey, like this.
2: Research and development is the most exciting part of all of this, right? It's my biggest expense account. Constantly improving. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, I don't know, man, like, uh, across the board from all the years, like, I remember when I when I first met you, because we were both kind of just getting the ball rolling at the same exact time. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, like, <laughs> why are we here? Why are we here? Are we going to pull this off? <laughs> and so and We totally know, were. Like, yeah, in that time frame to, like, get this ball rolling, and, across the board I've always just really enjoyed all the wines you're making when we get back we've got a lot more to try a lot more to talk about you're tuned into the Tin City Podcast we're coming back at you here in no time with Sabrina and Brett and And George and Patrick and Penny the dog is here somewhere too doing neurotic things she is yeah I think I think she got into some Levo wine you know (laughs) I don't blame her whatsoever (laughs) I can't wait to get into more myself okay cheers y'all we'll be back Wineshine and Tin City Distillery is more than just vodka or whiskey. It's an idea, distilled down to its most passionate form. The idea that the Central Coast represents California in its purest sense. Our spirits are crafted to embody just that. Forged with intention and local wisdom, our brandy, vodka, gin, Whiskey and canned cocktails are created for you.
3: You're listening to the Tin City Podcast. I swear it's five o'clock somewhere. Hey, find yourself. Brett,
2: I am finding myself. You're right. I just I just found myself in this wine. This wine helped me find myself. Hell yeah. It's really good, man. Thank you. Okay, so we're we're back. We found ourselves. We're centered. We're here. <laughs> we're around the table, the table of life. Yeah. Oh, we, this, we, wine this wine. Smells. is so good. Okay, so, so good. right off the bat, we're jumping directly into this. This wine is from the library. You did not screw around. You yanked something out that you have Just a little bit of.
3: Uh, Dear listeners, you'll probably never get a chance to try it, but we did. Yeah, Um, you won't won't be able to taste it. Um, How much of this do you even have? Nothing? I mean, I I probably have realistically like six cases. Okay. But, you know, winemaking has a lot of bullshit surrounding it. And people will be like, oh, my wine can age for 10 to 15 years. And you're like, how do you know that? You know, it's like you've only Unless been around for, one it for year. ten to fifteen years. Yeah, 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 It's like okay, you just started your winery, and it's like no age truer for comment years. right there, right? Yeah. Yep. And so for me, a lot of the reason why we carry a big library is just because I really want to know how the wines age, and so and different vineyards are, you know, aged differently, and so with this Larner Syrah, you know, um, it's not that old. It, it's actually a really new release. It's a it's a twenty nineteen Larner Syrah, but um, it was released this previous fall and we make about 150 cases and that goes directly to the club. And then that's nothing. It's nothing. It's not that much. It's six barrels, small little baby barrels. And then we'll keep about 10 cases and we have like four left or something. And and then those are kind of like, To drink with friends and wine club members when they come in the tasting room and they sit at this table or whatever, and and they're just fun. But more importantly, it's so that I don't sound like an asshole when I'm like, oh, this could age for 10 years. And you're like, how do you know? Because 10 years from now,
2: you're going to know that aged really well. Or you're going to know, I am a profound bullshitter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, like,
3: I like the idea of selling every bottle, but I think it's also important to save some if you want to kind of see – how your winemaking is performing. It's always good to, you know, like, expect the best, but you got to see if the proof's in the pudding. And so I like to have a few cases set aside. So that's where this is from. This is kind of like just my library. Me and Sabrina drink out of it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Jason, this... our neighbor, you know, um, who you guys know well, uh, he, he, we let he's him the dip into it. Because he's the best he, he, neighbor he, 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 in the world. You, you can talk about him because he's your he, biggest he, fan. He, he
2: may not... Have a business in Tin City, but he may be one of
3: Tin City's
2: number, number one customers. He yeah. keeps he keeps us in business. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and let's be
3: honest like we all have those. We all have the oh, people that gotta keep, love them. Well, and not only that, it's like that's what makes Tin City Tin City is we we create this atmosphere where it's like we're family. Like yeah, you, we I have members that come in, and I'm like, you might as well be my uncle because I know more about you than my uncle. Literally, yeah. Isn't I that know cool? more about your family who. You know it's so cool. I love that dynamic, and and then like the fact that my wine club member is also my next door neighbor and friends with you guys. And I pass Jason bottles over the fence, and he's like, "You guys were getting sauce with him." And you're like, "What should we open when we have podcast with Brett?" And he's like, "Larner And So now we throw it in the can- decanter, and we're and here's Larner and we're right drinking here. it. And yeah. uh, that's this how wine. small the city is. You know, right? the
2: thing is, at the end of the day, like anybody can start these businesses, but you have to have customers come back and forth and when they're just customers to you that's something that corporations do for us they literally are family you know like what I I don't I call everybody guests that come in like I think that's a, a more even when it's the first time I've met them that's a more proper term because we're trying to they're guests in our mm-hmm. in our home in our business we want to like make a, a really have a really special experience you know for sure and I love seeing how many people are return guests. right like that's so important to tin city as a whole and the days that you we drive in here right and there's a line of traffic out down down the road and you're like well there's a thousand cars we in need Tint a parking city garage right we, need, we need a parking garage There'll be more go cars me. here than <laughs> GoFundMe <a> Park Garage. <laughs> Who's gonna do it? Uh, <laughs> uh, you can have your own. Elon. Space. You, Elon, you, Elon will probably do it. Oh yeah. We need forty four billion dollars, Elon, for yeah, park garage. Come on. Just like come Twitter. on. Yeah. So fifty-four twenty per share. It's fun. <laughs> I mean. Um. But you know, you, how many of those people are just return, diehard lovers of Tin City? I mean, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you are in the upper echelons of those diehard return listeners and, and lovers of, of this area. And Let me say thank you so much. This is a really special community that has gathered around this little community. And although we love each other here, we really love our customers, too. Our guests that show up day in and day out, the ones that are supporting us all the time. And uh, it's a real special thing.
1: You've always treated this place like your home even more than our home is our home. I lived here. Yeah, well... (laughs) Yeah, that's a fun fact. Brett
3: I showered in the freaking cellar.
1: I showered in the You
3: did. Cellar. No, we would make, when we first met, well, not when we first met because we've known each other for like no, a decade. No, when you moved but into here in When you would come here, you'd be like, oh, I have to shower in the freaking cellar again. And I'd be like, I'll make you a fruit bin filled with Bath hot water tub. tonight, <laughs> <laughs> That was like that's super that's romantic. That's beautiful. It, it, was. it was actually great, really fun. But
1: was it great when you had friends knocking on the front door and I'm just trying to have a shower and you have to hold the spot? Let's not get into it. Yeah. it was. It sounds great, <laughs> but no, that's you. not what I was getting at.
3: Thank you, Mike.
1: Yeah, you used to live here. I wasn't going to tell everyone.
2: <laughs> you you want to tell me on a podcast? We shouldn't have, I have told everyone. We have a house everyone,
1: now, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we have a home, but Brett has Thanks definitely this building. Brett has definitely treated this place like the home that we would always want. Like, let's talk about the electric blanket that you stole for me and put on your barrels because they needed to finish fermentation i'm like where's my electric blanket and i find it in the cellar on your barrels that's your babies.
0: that is so love
1: it's love it's love. levo is love
0: i stole my wife's electric blanket to use in the incubator in our first lab at barrel house so, yeah, so you i guys understand love that completely oh, you guys love you your were in the
1: fermentations you were so busted much. just like me george but yeah. also yeah.
2: fermentation is beautiful it is it's, it's romantic
1: s- it's special and you have to take care of it for sure. But then when it comes to like, it was considered divine
3: for many, many, many <laughs> thousands of years. So yeah, it Bible. is divine. Well, and the same way you nurture a fermentation is the same way you have to nurture your, your taste room or, or, or the people that come in. And it's like, for me, like every single person that steps in the door, I don't tell the, the team sell a case, tell them that I'm like, some great wine. Ma- there's I no say- quotas here. Like, no. Hey, How many wine clubs do we get? I don't care. I just want them to come back. That's yeah. all I care about. Hey, make sure they have fun. They're smiling. If, if they're geeks, geek out. If they aren't and they're just here to crush wine,
1: Turn the music crush up. wine
3: with them and make sure there's great music playing. And I think that that's what's cool about Tin City is that we have that diversity of, like, we'll geek out with you if you're a sommelier from L.A., and you have a Michelin star restaurant, or if you it's your first tasting. Which I had a kid this past weekend. It and came, and it was like his first tasting ever, and um, and and I hope we, you ID'd him. Yes. <laughs> I did. I did. I, yes, he no, did. I, I did. I did. He. Yeah. No, I did. T T B. We we did. Yeah. No, yeah. D- we, don't, we don't you love that? was
2: always like like ABC today's my twenty first birthday, and I'm like. Well, cool. I was gonna ID the shit I'm out of like you good. anyway. You have a bigger <laughs> beard than me. <laughs> I've been trying to grow a beard my whole life. It's never worked out. Yeah. Well, you're gonna age well, well Patrick. You <laughs> have the
1: voice like of a Radio Angel. So you have a like
0: sexual Puma. Sexual
2: <laughs> Puma. But dude, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> was that that's off a, the cuff? Is
2: that a no, thing? No. it was one of the best puma. nights of my life. Was with with Brett and Sabrina up at Murmur Vineyard.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's when where that, came when from. that pig
2: lit on fire. Yeah. And oh Julie Simon put it out and all that. That was the best. Oh, my God. she, <laughs> Julie Simon is this amazing little French chef, right? And, like, she... Like I brought all this booze over there. Everybody. Did she used to run? What's that restaurant? Foremost. Downtown? Foremost. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Everybody who's exactly drinking it. wine. I show up with stuff to make cocktails. Uh, you know, Adam Montiel's is about to do a radio program, and I walk up with this cocktail to Julie Simon, who's been working so hard. I've never met her in my life, and she grabs the drink and looks at me in this, I don't know, this little sexy French way, <laughs> and hands me a piece <laughs> of chicharrón, just like like this crispy. Pig, and she's like rips it off the pig and gives it to me. And I was like, This is the nicest thing anybody's done for me. <laughs> That's love so, right there. It was love, it was so delicious. And um, the
1: camp out at River oh, that was Vigil- one of the
2: best meals of my life. Oh, yeah, that was and that was the night
1: that you were termed the sexual. How do you know that you were termed the little have buddy? A vision. And Brett's like. The sexual puma on his way to prowling. do something like, like, on the prowl, probably
2: to like go pee outside. Literally. These were all cabin tents. Like it was probably that. Yeah. So <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> going to like, like
2: there's a sexual.
1: I believe we
3: did that. <laughs> That do you remember driving golf balls into the vineyard? That was pretty fun. That was pretty cool, too. Yeah. 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 That was a fun...
1: And then you slow. called me little buddy, and I thought that I was your only you little buddy. You are my buddy, only little buddy. But then I heard you call someone else that one day, and I was like, I she thought I was see. your little buddy. Yo, I've
2: only ever referred to you as little buddy. You
1: tell me that, and it makes me. Do, it does make me feel better.
2: So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> She's, <laughs> like, She's <laughs> proud of that term. <laughs> or that nickname. Little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a song there.
4: <laughs> that's
2: what he says to the kids at school. He's a, well, he's a teacher too. You know, no, I'm not. He's not. I, to be. That's a lie. Uh, yeah, You're just, a learned no, doctor. I, I have a teaching credential, but that's it. I didn't <laughs> that I'm didn't. i done teaching. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a thing of the past. They don't
2: appreciate you enough. No, just... You, uh, I really enjoy making whiskey. <laughs> that's really what really it comes down to. Yeah, you can't do both. Like It's like you have to choose a life of either... You know, I could <laughs> utilize my multiple subject teaching credential or I could <laughs> go be a booze maker. And I chose that. <laughs> yeah, no, the second booze they started. Guru.
0: guru.
1: Thank guru. you. I'll take that. Yeah, Instead of, you,
3: yeah you're the guru. The, yeah, the yeah. booze guru.
1: Hey, cheers, you guys. This is so much fun. Yeah. But, like, I've never watched someone chase a dream down, like, to the point where you have your fortune cookie on your dash of your Tacoma that we've already talked about Mm -hmm. that says make your dreams a reality. He does that on a daily basis, whether it's hard or not hard. It's, it's, it's it's a rough, it's rough. But he has chased that more than anyone I've ever seen with a dream. So
3: thank you, babe. And honestly, I love that. Thank you, man. And honestly, like I knew one thing. I little knew. buddy <laughs> little buddy thank you babe that was sweet <laughs> cheers and you, you guys. just that told about beautiful. my dashboard on my Tacoma it smells terrible in there uh but I will I will say this man like honestly I knew that I I didn't have really a, the brains for winemaking I didn't have the whatever I didn't have the resume but the one thing I did know is I had I was like I'll outwork anybody and I'll also never quit because I'm stubborn as shit. So, I'm like, I don't care in if it takes me till I'm, like, 75 to make a great wine. Like, I'm just one of those people that, like, I'm not very good at school, but, like, I'll chase it and, and do it. And if, 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 if I have a whole vintage that sucks, we'll declassify it and <laughs> not classify it, it. and and but and that's just that's more just natural. It's more than a passion it. though it's way more than a passion <laughs>
2: but you're obsessed with this and yeah. that yeah shows. i'm deep in the i'm deep in the rabbit hole yeah the, the the wine is
3: that good i mean it is that good you're not even 75
1: you're just a whippersnapper <laughs> we'll be there
3: <laughs> whippersnapper we'll be there. when that's the thing that sucks patrick and Talk george is that we're all good buddies but you might as well live in korea
0: <laughs> no. no. We never
3: south. get to see each other. Well, we never get to see each other. We yeah, literally,
2: we, we all work. Yeah, yeah. We, we all work within, south Korea. work within 300 feet of each other.
3: Yeah. I know. And how often do we see each other? <laughs> it used to be more back in the day. When we were, yeah, less busy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. when nobody <laughs> knew where we were. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I was like castaway. People would walk in the winery and I'd be like, did not you know how to, talk to humans. <laughs> I'd be like, why are you here? Are you lost? Like, are you looking for a gas station. We used
0: to get did. phone calls from people who would be like literally three blocks away and they're like, you know, I just stopped and I turned around because I felt really sketched out and it oh felt like God. a dangerous area. No, no, that's Kansas City. lights. Driving in the street and tractors and things and I'm like... <laughs> What street are You're you like, on? Yeah, You're like yeah, keep driving. A block and a half away. <laughs> Just keep going. No, I don't feel like it's safe. I'm like, what are you talking
3: about? That's <laughs> actually a good point, <laughs> it's though. <George>. It's Honestly, <laughs> yeah. though, and then Mike English put in the the Some signage. <laughs> yeah, we need the, the signs. And the and the yeah. signs, and then the lights. Uh, you know, like the night. Uh, what are they called? Street lights.
1: A lot has that changed. That went a long That's way. Nice. Yeah. So solar, no, but, but by now the way. I mean, like,
2: literally now there's a line of traffic, a thousand cars deep down the street.
3: Yeah, and they so. like it. Looks like. They, like, ram into each – I mean, it's, like, a pile up out there. Like, it's kind of crazy. You know, <laughs> I,
0: I do need to, to say this because, like, I've worked at plenty of places. i worked with a lot of people. Um, I see people at a lot of different times in their careers. And there's a lot of hardworking people out there. There's a lot of smart people out there in the workforce. Um, they don't always coincide. But the most successful people are the people that always, like, follow up. And they keep going. And they keep trying and they keep striving. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, you know, matter where you were at your start. If you're that person who just keeps trying and keeps following up and keeps following through, you're going to be the best. You're going to be the most successful. And and that describes almost everybody here on this block in Tin City. And, I mean, that is that is your story, man. You just, like, people told you – Nah, or like, are you kidding me? You're gonna you're gonna make wine. You're you're gonna you you play football, or you know, like yeah,
3: one hundred percent, man. And what about you though? Like with beer making, like, did you have to go to school for that? Yeah, I actually did. You did. This isn't about me. No, no, but it doesn't. That doesn't discount it. It's like there's still a lot of things in the
0: same light. I was getting a degree to be an accountant, like my parents. There you go. And my father pulled me aside and said, "I hate my job," and you hate the idea of office work and you always talked about making beer for a living like when they busted me in high school because we were making beer in the the closet (laughs) and he's like you said you could go to UC Davis and do this brewing program and become a brewer he's like why don't you do that you just got to work hard you know there's a lot of people who start with with less opportunity but it's not easy to find people in the real world who follow through, who work hard. No, and those it, are the people that go farther.
2: No, exactly, man. And not I no, are gonna, you
3: happy that you're a brewer?
2: Nobody says I love my accountant, but they say I love my local brewer. Yeah, like, I would say so. And now And now for the for, for, <laughs> we're almost at the conclusion, ladies and gentlemen. But we have to have our follow up segment to all this, and that is shot the shots clock. clock. Hell okay. yeah. So today we're doing you have to polish those, I think. Hell yeah. Okay, you do. All right. Are we going to so drink them out of here. the wine glass? yeah, glasses? Yeah, the glasses. Can I fine. do mine out of the salt glass? <laughs> no, you can't. It'll ruin the salt glass. It's chocolate. <laughs> no,
1: the salt glass is leaking. I need to get Yeah, no,
2: no.
3: You're, you're, oh, we
1: blew it is, out. You literally cannot we, use this. We retire glass. this tonight. That's Tonight's
2: cool, cool,
3: man. the last night. Yeah. It's meaningful. So, Patrick, tells. Tell us. It's a big deal. Okay, so this is going to be bottled in about
2: a week, and it's called Chocolate Love. That is rich. smells like, honestly, like cocoa nibs. Infused with some beautiful spirits for four years in bourbon barrels. That's all it is. Pure hedonism. Okay, it? so it's chocolatey. It's rich. It's sexy. It's it chocolate. Like it's Patrick.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what kind of Patrick's chocolate voice. did you
2: use? you remember what kind of
0: nibs? I don't know. The ones that.
1: <laughs> Cacao.
0: Cacao, yeah. There, uh, is
3: fair trade.
0: Organic are there different like ones than that? There are.
1: It's a superfood. Oh, oh. Ghana,
0: Ghana nibs are like on point. Um, they're not like, anyway,
2: No, these are the cocoa nibs. So like a a lot of people don't realize, um, how we've done extensive trials on cocoa cocoa nibs nibs. at barrel house. I'm sure you have. Cacao. Okay. Cacao. My (laughs) My little buddy, Sabrina's right. George, you're wrong. I feel like we've still done extensive trials, but whatever. So so where we got this from was uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but it's called cooks. Uh, (laughs) Flavoring Company cooks vanilla. They're but they're right here. They're right here in Paso Robles. They're the largest supplier of vanilla to Dreyer's ice cream and like all these massive like companies that use vanilla, and they're right here in Paso Robles. No way. Yeah, That's crazy. They, they source all the vanilla cocoa nibs from all over the world. Why don't world we then, have
1: that at the farmers market then?
2: Because I don't think they need to be at the farmers market. We need them. They're selling out market. to Dryer's. Okay. So um, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Let the man certificate. Yeah, so we're gonna go around the table and say something we're grateful for, and then have this little chocolate love. It smells awesome, dude. That's pretty fun. Sabrina, would you like to start?
1: I was the only one who probably didn't think this through before. I'll do it. Okay, you go first. Anything
3: you're grateful for, just boom. Whip I know it out. the easiest. The easiest part is going first. You know. <laughs> Okay, so, I, I, I listen to this podcast a lot
1: yeah you obviously but
3: but I'm gonna study. Say, I, um i'm gonna say i'm 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 really thankful for for my wife Sabrina for taking all those very hot uh macro bin baths back in the day like circa twenty fifteen and believing in the project and being my biggest supporter, so that's a big one okay,
4: you can the other
3: the, the other big one is my team. Because, you know, there's always a winemaker. There's always a brewmaster. There's always uh, a shiner, a distiller that, like, gets (laughs) all the credit, right? But it takes a village, you know? And so I'm also so incredibly thankful for the people that come in here every day, like Lexi and Liz and Lisa and Melissa and everyone else that takes time, which is your most valuable asset, and comes into my winery. And decides I'm gonna pour Brett's wine today and host these people, and I I just think that that is so cool. And when I have people who do that, like it's just humbling and and super cool. So I, I'm thankful for that, and I'm thankful for our community. Like I'm Wait, thankful for 10 cities. Yeah, I, and so I'm gonna save turn. some thankfulness because I yeah, need I can't, need to, I can't be thank. Me
1: I'm, and your team, you're done transitioning to my Sabrina. Turn. I'm thankful for.
0: <laughs> no, I'm thankful.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can we can in editing we can quiet out his microphone. Oh my so God, George, worry. you would edit out my thankfulness.
1: You can shut your <laughs> whore mouth while well, I talk. Probably,
0: yeah, we'll quiet that too. <laughs> I would never silence. W- it's oh, her husband. gosh. She can say whatever
3: she wants. It's like to. Twitter, you guys are si- silencing us. I'm not going <laughs> home with Brett. She not, is not now. Now that Elon owns it, Elon won't silence anybody. Okay, Sabrina, <laughs> what are you thankful for?
1: I'm thankful for the local community aspect that we have here on the central coast because that's honestly been the biggest contributor to all of our businesses. Is that we have a local community who admires the businesses that are around them. They choose to support us versus anyone else or any big business. And being local and slow, like being local, is the coolest thing. So to me, that's everything. Having a local community, having local farmers, having local makers, winemakers, distillers, bread makers, anything you need, it's here and that's what I'm grateful for because it's the community I've always dreamed of. And we get to live that every day.
2: I love it. George.
0: I'm thankful for your guys' neighbors. The the czars. Or as they like to call themselves, the tsars, Because the whole Russian thing right now. A lot of, of, a right lot of political stuff yeah. going on right now. Yeah. Uh, we we are not Russian. We are, we are Polish. That's not how they talk.
3: I love vodka, though. Yeah. Um, vodka is Russian for water. Is it? Maybe. They don't import pop-off anymore. I noticed that. Um,
0: they're great people, man. They're they great are. great friends. They're so supportive of everything we do here in Tin City.
1: Patrick, what are you thankful for?
0: Oh, I'm for sure
2: grateful for, for all, all of you. Tom Cruise. Because he, <laughs> Tom Cruise gave us not only Top Gun, but also yes. the butt of all Scientology jokes. Yes. Amen to that. Yeah, and, love that. I mean, what
0: was his
3: name? Goose. I was just about to
0: say, let's let's toast to the goose. Goose, man. To goose. Maybe to goose. I
3: honestly, one of the first time I, the first time I ever cried in a movie was Goose when he died.
1: <laughs> also, you're a monster,
3: Patrick. <laughs> what is so, so funny about that?
1: <laughs> just, Everybody
3: else like? here is tearing up, and you're just <laughs> were you not were you not sad when Goose died? I mean, I was like. Uh, you can take her leave goose. <laughs> take her.
2: We'll never see him in another movie again. <laughs> Are you really gonna miss him? <laughs> he is a fictional character, after all. Just like baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh-huh. Shut up. That's why I decided not to go into education. I, I although I do have my multiple subject teaching credentials, I did get in a brief argument. While on duty on the play structure, with a second grader who was trying to tell me that Baby Yoda was Yoda's child, and I was like, "Well, considering the time frame in the Battle of Yavin, this doesn't make any sense." And you know, that's you a were throwing facts. I was trying to throw facts, and this kid was like, "No, Mister Brooks." That's Yoda's child. And it just doesn't make sense. So it doesn't make any
3: sense with the bottle of or the battle of yav <laughs> Yeah, whatever. battle of yav yeah. it, that kid's out yeah, there.
2: That kid's <laughs> out there. Of love.
3: He's wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> I'm crying again. It's not because
2: of goose, it's because you're so damn funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, cheers. Cheers,
3: cheers to you. those who wish Shots you well, well
2: and those who don't can, can go, to, go hell. to hell. That's rich. That's chocolate. Love. Little bodies, that's delicious. I have absolutely loved being here with you guys at Levo Wine tonight, listening to Billy Bob Thornton in the background. Can hear him in the Barrel House. How cool? Jamming away. It's Billy Bob Thornton. I don't know. I don't really know anything about him, but he's here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> playing at Barrel House. Do you guys want to go it to the concert? Right now. Let's go. We're going to go. We're gonna go. Let's, Let's go. Do Let's this. go. Let's go see Billy Bob. I don't is really there food have that kind there? of pull. Do you got tickets, George?
0: You are the head brewer there. We can get on top of the wastewater treatment plant and uh, watch from there. Wonder on the forklift? Is that thing you can Right drive? where we belong? No, we've, we've got a. We've, and, and we we fix the stink. Okay. It sounds real bad what you just said. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: <Sin> City <laughs> does involve some stink, so we'll just. We have put to it process
0: our own wastewater. That's a whole
2: episode
1: if on you its own. You're making the world a
2: better place. <laughs> but the dinosaurs never it. processed their wastewater.
3: <laughs> Bureaucracy. <laughs> and look at them now. versus
1: God's creation. Hey,
3: guess what, you guys? We have so many more, like, podcasts. We have Passivating Tanks, Wastewater Management uh conspiracy ttb compliance theories. conspiracy theories scientology there's so <laughs> many different options here for future podcasts
2: scientology <laughs> with tom cruise dude if
1: we this could get him here that would be podcast but it could
3: this is
2: the tin city podcast it's the tip of the tin city ice just the tip just the tip just to see if you like it <laughs> and you do. We literally have to cut it, it, it off so that if you, you have to edit through it. all of this. Oh no, fuck you guys. We're cutting it off right I now. I know, I know. Ready? Go! go. Well, no, no, oh. Don't push it. Uh, no, uh, I'm about to turn it off right now, Brett.
3: I am uh, uh, I have
2: you need to say. <laughs> Okay. Don't push no, it. <laughs> really, at some point I have to turn it off. So I can edit it. Push Morgan Freeman.
1: I've said everything I need to say.
2: Morgan Freeman? <laughs> no, it's so funny when you push Morgan. I like to push his buttons. Ah, All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. You are the reason the Tin City podcast exists. Hell yeah. Right on, little buddy. Good night. Good night. Deuces.